but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Alrighty, yo, Muggs. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, Ben, how do you do, mate? How do you do? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Back on the uh, back of the old Zoom, the Zoom, Zoom train. So here we are again for another week of the podcast. That's it. And uh, look, unfortunately, due to technical difficulties. <laughs> yes, well, I was just about to uh, to mention that, mate. I'm just looking at the uh, screen now. It does say recording. So boom, we're on. But it doesn't really matter, mate, because you absolutely delivered a field day last week anyway. So <laughs> fingers crossed some of the mugs back to you in, but uh, means you see them. Yeah, it's, um, it was a pretty good weekend in the end. They, uh, a few of them, I think I think a few of them when I wrote them down were sort of $374 and stuff. But I think those, particularly those first three races, the fields were just smashed with scratching. So I think a few of them came in, started odds on with a bit of money and that kind of stuff. But it was a cracking start to the day. And then beach break for Jim Byrne was the, was the value we needed in the fifth. So it was a good weekend. Mate, sure was, and I tell you what, it's an absolute headache for us most weekends. But uh, but you're right. Last week was a bit was a bit like that with you know big fields. You know there's going to be scratchings, but yeah. I, it's taken the piss some weeks, honestly. Like because oh. yeah, like they, they sort of start four and five horses, and then you had the same again. A lot of those midweek events in Brisbane, in particular, like even some of those events, the events at the Gold Coast. Yes, they had bigger fields, but a, f- a few of the ones early on, I noticed, are sort of like you know you get four or five runners, and they're just. There's no genuine tempo. They're almost impossible to tip into, really. It makes it pretty difficult. So, fingers yeah. crossed the field state full-ish this weekend. Oh, mate, spot on. And I, I even think it's it's probably from a uh, from the other side of the fence, a trainer's point of view. Like, I'll have, to, I'll have to do a count, mate, but there would have been a good, you know, 10 meetings at Doomid within the last five or six weeks. So, if, if trainers, are, A, don't want to race their horses there anyway, but don't get any benefit from a, a good draw or conditions to suit, well, it's just bloody a mess. Eagle Farm, where are you? Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure what's going, not sure what's going on there. I, I mean, I would I would ask the BRC, but um, their um, response rate to both you and I is not up. It's not at an all-time high, so we uh, might just let that go through to the keeper, I think. Unfortunately not. They, uh, they don't like the little thing that uh, we like to do and that's spend money. So that's on no, there. That's but, right. uh, yeah. Mate, we were happy to go to somewhere that does love the mugs and that was yep. last weekend, mate. Thanks to the, uh, the punters' experience there, mugs. So we had, a, had an absolute cracker of a day. So big kudos to the boys for hosting us down there. And a couple of the mugs came along. Um, but mugs, we, uh, it was unreal. So Watch this space in 2021 because we'll definitely be trying to tee up a fair few big days where we can, you know, get 20 or 30 of you there and absolutely have an absolute belt up of a day out. Yeah, it was a crack. It was a cracking spot that Crystal Land. It was superb. Yeah, good sure. package, good deal, five hours, plenty of food, so good service. It was it was outstanding. Mate, dead set, and and in true mug fashion, mate. I reckon I would have put back, you know, maybe 20 beers and then. The last 10 minutes of the bar to have smashed 14 rum and cokes, vodka lime sodas, and took full advantage of the spirits like an idiot. <laughs> uh, classic. Anyway, good times. Mate, we're moving on. And as you said, this is the uh, 75th meeting at Doom in this, uh, this last fortnight. But we're back there. It's, a, it's another decent day, mate. There is absolute cracker on the, uh, on the card there, race eight. So we'll get to that in due time there, Muggs. And, of course, we've got the Kingston Town. Uh, yeah, it is a Kingston Town this week, isn't it? Yep. Uh, WA. Yep. So as you can see, man, I'm wearing my Godolphin hat here. 
but uh, the big boys not racing. The, cat, the cats. Yeah, <laughs> lucky, great, lucky, that, lucky none of them are running this week. You won't get sucked in at all. So. Well, there is one <laughs> running, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Uh, but anyway, mate, look, we're coming into the, the hot end of the year. So race one at Durban. The two-year-olds there, mate, over the handicap conditions. We've got 1,200 metres. And it's, look, again, these uh, two-year-old races, mate, we, we seem to pick them all right because we're absolute masters at our craft. <laughs> but this one in particular, uh, there doesn't seem to be a standout. There's a few that are lightly racing, mate. But race one, tell us how you are, how you're seeing this one. I think I'm just going for, I think, I think uh, the favourite subterranean at $3.20 and I think I'm sort of sticking with it in this point. I'm going with, um, with you'll be missed with the Frad for the Hanson stable, brings it down here, jumps from barrier seven, should be sort of around about leading or on pace and I just think you kind of want to be out in front because I think the rail this weekend is out one metre the entire circuit and Doombin's just been playing pretty pretty on pacey basically the whole time with rail right in its... There'll be no advantages for anyone that wants to come out wide and run on. And I think, like you say, most of the time, anything that draws inside and can hug the rail in a two-year-old race, it tends to give a bit more direction. So I'm on the Fradmeister to start the day, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, well, I'm doubling down on our favourite Brisbane jockey, Big Bobby Frad. And, uh, mate, someone's just popped in and say hello. I've got Kevin Tari here. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. oh, anyway, get out of it. <laughs> get out of it. Mate, uh, yeah, I'm on You'll Be Missed. And... Look, out of the out of the race brigade there, mate, like you'll be missed when a I don't know, it went under the radar last start. Obviously they're saluting at seventeen dollars, but subterranean wasn't really giving it a scare, you know? So there's no there's no reason why the tables can be turned here. It's gonna have pretty much a similar run. Subterranean, I guess it just doesn't didn't show enough sort of early toe to, to cross and be up there, but yeah, I mean, you'll be done it two from two now, sort of sat in that first lot of the field. So makes that's where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Makes sound like jockey Early sticks. On, I think it. Uh, there's nothing, nothing to say that it can't do it again. So, mate, it's a good start for the months. Race one, bring it on. Mate, race two, we'll kick on. We'll kick on. We'll kick on. And uh, there's two of these races on the card here at Doomin. So. Our, uh, our lovely friends from around the Big Sunshine State all get together for a big grand finale sort of weekend here at Doombin. And this is the country stampede final. Uh, so you get horses coming from absolute everywhere, mate. You get form lines coming from absolute anywhere. You've got Moiron, who's a starting favourite. Last start winner at Roma. They'll start before at Charlieville. Blackhall, if you can point to them on a map, I'll be very, very impressed. Uh, but look, mate, there's about 45 horses here coming from the 1100. It's going to be friggin' chaos. Yeah, this is a pretty tough race. These these races with these out of towners, I found pretty hard to to line up. I've kept it I've kept it pretty simple. I've um I'm going with um I'm sticking to the inside rail plan here for me, which is going to be the theme I think for the day till later on perhaps. But I've gone with the number 11 Draymond for David Rewell with Aiden Thompson on board. I just thought um, it'll draw the one, so it should be just hugging that rail. It tends to be a leader. I think on the speed map on sports, but it's got midfield. But in the races I've seen it, um, it likes to get out and bowl along. And if it bowls along and it's up there with Muron, I, Muron, I just want to be on something and get a bit of bit of a price. So I think it was about twelve dollars and three eighty. And I just I'm going for value in these sorts of affairs because I just think Roma and Charleville form. I'm just not um, 
Yeah. I'll be convinced on Saturday if it, um, if it comes out and bot, beats them by four lengths, then um, I'll be happy to eat my words, that's, that's for sure. Exactly. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll come busy out at Roma there. Yeah, yeah mate. Oh, look, I'm not seeing it any easier than you. Um, you know, there's, you can't beat winning form, obviously, but we sort of, we've talked about this 1,100-metre start at Doombin in the past, and if you're not, you know, barrier one to, one to sort of nine, geez, you're going to need a lot of luck yep. from there. So, mate, I've gone with, uh, I've gone with Raiden on top here. Um, look, carries the car park, but... I guess the reason it's it's carrying that car park, it's sort of been in and around a town over the years in these kind of races. Um, yep. So I'm just giving that a little bit of maybe racing experience to edge here for me. And same thing, you're getting you know you're getting a decent enough price having each way play at, at at a field that you probably don't want to have a bet at, mate. But we don't make our name from not having bets, do we, mate? So yeah, yeah we'll leave it there. No, that's Raiden. right. <laughs> Raiden for more. Tough race that one. <laughs> Sure is. And, uh, mate, race three comes back to one of the all-time greatest horses in the world. Tony Golan puts out Tora Kiki Kiki, a lad, who absolutely pulled our pants down last start there, mate. $2.50, though, this time. So the market certainly got him. The big key factor that uh, I might tell you now to hopefully bite your tongue is two wins from 13 attempts at Doombin. Does that make it hard for you? Yeah, I'm steering clear. I can't. It's a horse I just can't catch, so I'm not going to tip it to anyone. If and I'm not, I don't. I'm not prepared to put a penny on myself, so I'm. Um, I'm steering clear. I um, I'm going again with the um with the leaders up front, and I just thought um I just thought Full Nelson with Spinks on board has just been going super of late. It draws the full. It'll be in the lead and bowling along. And the only other noted leader in this race is Pick a Plum. Um, and I backed it a few times. It sort of can sometimes lead and other times sort of sits midfield. So I'm hoping it does the latter in this race. And if the full Nelson gets a turn way out in front at Doombin and there's nothing sort of giving it any pressure, I just think with its, it's got pretty sharp closing splits for a leader too, I will note. And the, both Ipswich wins have been in style. So I thought in a race that's pretty open and you're, what people are going to be launching at the $2.35 at Tokariki Lad, I'm happy to steer clear of that and I'll take... I'll take the two dollars forty-five to place for full Nelson. Yeah, mate. I'm I'm looking outside the uh, the obvious one there too. It's it's going to be doing its its usual thing. You're right. Sunny coast last start, everything lined up. It had seven hundred meters of bloody straight to the other to chase something else down. But hopefully this horse I nearly up. lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Well, you wanted it to lose. Ligulate never again. Anyway. Mate, I'm on Clip Visa here. Uh, Bobby Heathcote, Benny Thompson on board. Shout out to those two if you're listening. I'm sure you are. But I'm hoping he's just sort of strung together a bit of form now, this boy. So I remember a few seasons back, mate, when we were really tucking into the form here. He was an absolute ATM. Uh, and gets to the mile, which is his specialty. And he is that versatile horse as well. So if, uh, I guess, if, if Pick a Plum and Full Nelson sort of uh, having that bit of a speed battle, he's going to be one back behind getting the dream run in the race um, and just put it together last start to show that he's back to sort of winning form there as well. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy to have a play on that big Bobby there. Yeah, it's worth noting as well that Radapole's up from Sydney as well for Matthew Smith. It'll be interesting to see how that goes because sometimes they just come out out of their seven dollars in the in the big Sydney races, and they just bell just by a mile, aka Jonker. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Be interesting to watch. Gee whiz, mate. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> later. I think I did see that. I think Radapole. It must have been uh well change of trainer or sold there because I think I don't think I think the Hawks might have 
trained it from memory. Yeah, but, uh, could be way off. But Smithy's a Smithy's still a he's a he's a Sydney trainer anyway, so he's obviously yeah. brought it up. So yeah, we'll see. Here we go. Interesting yep. time. Well, the Hawks team don't really move anywhere, do they? If you look at them, so I don't think they'll do much. Anyway. He didn't make any. He didn't make any friends. Even even with Rick McIntosh yesterday, even he gave him a spray when he was covering the card at a Chuka. I think yeah. he gave him or. Wherever it was, he gave him a bit of a launch as well. He said, "I'm not sure about these racing commentators, but um, yeah, they're they're wrong. It's a three, it's a whatever three thousand meter yeah. race, whatever it is." And he was giving a bit of lip too. Derek and Mile to bark on, mate. What an absolute clown. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, I had a bet in Jericho Mile. It's a it's a fun race to watch. You know, it's a different race because you yeah. see. You see fifty thousand BM twenty five miles on Saturday. We don't need another two thousand. No. Yeah. Like this is a yeah, bit of a we don't need another two thousand meter race. <laughs> exactly. And and to be honest, if you if you've bought into the Australian bloodstock, we're gonna have a cup runner over the last fifteen years. They all end up in the Jericho Cup anyway. So it's good for the owners to get yeah. But, yeah, exactly right. Mate, on to race four, and uh, we've got a bit of a potential superstar here. So we love the big H. Big old uh, down the GC, Jesse, shout out to you. You told us about the Herobian, apparently, even though we did. Anyway, we're moving on, mate. This fella here, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in a row. Panaguia, I think it's pronounced. Paniangua, perhaps. $2.80, mate. This thing, I'll tell you what, it's an absolute good horse. They, uh, They just keep winning. I think he's definitely not out of his... Well, it's a country cup sort of race here, Muggs. But I think if uh, if this horse stayed on past this race, he'd certainly be competitive on a uh, on a Saturday race card in Brisbane. What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, I've got him. I've got him on top by miles. I thought there was enough pace here for it to... Even though it does get back run on. And I think the key here is Robert Thompson doesn't come up here very often. And when he does, he normally nabs a few pretty good winners. So I think with the jockey on board, I'm not sure if he even has too many other rides for the rest of the day, but he is probably one of the best jockeys down in country New South Wales. And I think $2.80, you're stealing here. Yeah, mate, 100%. 100%. It's almost, the, again, that spoiler of... Better than any kind of material. But uh, you're yeah, right, mate. This is his only ride up here for Saturday at Dooman. So that's not a good lead. I don't know what is. Yeah. Um, I mean, this horse, you know, it stretched out. I think it was the Cairns Cup. I'm just going through the form now. Yeah, Cairns Cup over the 2,100 metres. But first up was absolutely brilliant. Uh, they're over 14. So, I mean, it just looks like one of those bomb-proof horses that you just can line him up anywhere and he gives his 100%. And let's hope he does it for the mugs on Saturday, mate. At the $2. Mate, super bet. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, mate. Race five. So this is where we get some uh, some good horses here over the year. Rupert, winning Rupert plate. Probably all lean towards that sort of Magic Millions guineas sort of path, mate. So this is uh, this is the time of year, Mugs, where you want to be looking at these sort of races because if you can find a little bit of value now in those Magic Millions markets, and of course the Mugs will be, uh, this is where you can be sitting on a nice little gold mine. But shooting for gold, mate, $2.45, absolutely belter of a trial. Uh, I'm guessing why that's, that's why it's come up at the shorts yep. there. Goldsborough, tough as nails, mate. Second line of betting. Kavak, same could be said about that horse. And then you got Acrobatic back and work, Safe Work, Thunder Mania, mate. Rogue Rocker there for the Speed and Yard. Uh, we've got big Mickey Rod up here, mate. I think this is his first riding uh, weekend. So good yep. luck. Big, 
big dicky mod. But, mate, we need a winner for race five, and you're going to hopefully lead us into where we're going. Yeah, I just thought um, I thought Kavak was, was probably overs here. It's one of those horses that I think tends to be a little bit hard to catch, but it comes off the pretty sharp trial. It was in behind shooting for gold in that trial, which comes up here, you know, $2.50 favourite. You get $7.50. I think it'll be able to come across, and it has the ability, which I think is pretty important in these races, to sit and hold speed over a long period of time. And if it can just... I'll be happy for it to sit outside the lead because I think it's got enough of a turn of foot that can explode late. And it's first up, that's its go. Two from three. And the month stable is airborne at the moment. So I think um, be all over Kavak here, Cassidy is on board. So big tick there. Yeah, mate. Must be all the training that Muncie's doing with his uh, yep. great PT. Anyway, that's right. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, look, shooting for goals is obvious, mate, but you're right. It's just first up, $2.50. You know what, probably wins because that's what good horses do. But I'm looking at Apache Chase here uh, from Barrier 8 there. $19, $20 I'm getting that for the Apache Chase for the Force Yard. And look, she she seems to get them pretty damn right first up. Um, hasn't had any trials, which to warm yep. trainers, mate, you know what that means. Uh, but anyway... We, last prep, it, it was sort of mixing its form with that sort of top, uh, you know, top Saturday grade two-year-old, three-year-old sort of form. So it was going around, you know, against Igor, Moonami, Tumblr Ridge, um, Reduce Image when it was up here. Didn't really, you know, take on the isotopes and rock fires, but it just shows that the talent, the ability might be there and just needs to have a good spell to come back bigger, better and stronger. So good value. Yeah, bit of value. Will be leading to or should be leading anyway, so that's a bit of a bonus as well. Mate, hundred percent. And and you know, they're still young horses, so it's still just because they've had a, a two year old campaign, gone out to the paddock, come back, there still could be a bit of chaos going around here. So horses that are probably up front on the rail, um, you know, are doomed it anyway, that's where you want to be. But same sort yeah. of supply, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. All right, mate, we're moving on. Race six now, 2,000 metres. So the good old Chris Waller open handicap. And hey, <laughs> hey it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Brisbane racing without the man himself bringing up the Winx colours of So You Win there at $2.60 to open this market, mate. Last start, it was, it was pretty damn impressive there to Ballistic Boy, who is obviously flying uh, this prep. Star and Michelin, no mate, back to the winner's stall. But again, we talk about sort of horses for courses up here. Zip from four at Doobin. We know where it's going to be. And then you've got uh, a few of our favourites in there, mate. Free Fly 2, Get Stuck In, Magnifier, Tuumpulus for the Wally Yard, Galtiero. Oh, geez, the who's who, mate. This is it. Mate, it is. <laughs> Hey, yeah, this this is another one of those ones. I think <laughs> I couldn't, I I couldn't be launching into so you win again at the two fifty as a back marker at Doom, but I just thought that scared the crap out of me. I actually thought um I've landed on get stuck in. I just thought from the one it was actually pretty brave last start <clears throat> at the sunny coast to ballistic boy. It sort of had a similar run out wide, but running on is probably not its go and it had to come around about four or five horses I think on the corner and it just got found out the final sort of 
hundred or so. I think with that run under the belt, we get Maloney on board. It'll be saving ground because it'll be leading or on the rail, just tucked in behind them. And I just think steps up here to the two thousand for the first time. Happy to take on chance that Golan knows what he's doing, and perhaps he just needed that run under the belt last start. And I think it um. I think it was 10s or whatever. It's 8.50, I think I see now. So yeah. I just think that's a pretty good bet there from where it's going to be in running. I think it's going to be pretty important here in this race. Yeah, mate. I'm just uh, a bit concerned when you say I think it's a good bet because I don't think there is a good bet in this race. But, mate, I've, uh, I've landed with Magnifier on top here. Um, and you're probably not really a Queenslander if you haven't had a bet on Magnifier ever. I mean, the thing's only a six-year-old, but it feels like it's been racing for 100 years. So It's as tough as boots, though. <laughs> it's as tough as boots, and it, it came through that same Ballistic Boy race there, the Malulabar Cup. It just didn't get a chance to, to get out of me. It was, it was seeing tails the whole way. Um, you know, it's, it's a 2,000-plus metre kind of horse, so the stretch-out's going to snoop, whereas some of these horses just might get fanned out, going that little bit of uh, an extra couple of furlongs. So... We know that, uh, you know, he's, he's generally not far away, very rarely sort of runs a bad race. So I'm hoping that things sort of stack up, can have a crack at him late. Uh, it looks like a bit of a good each-way play there at the 14s is what I'm hoping that I'm going to get. And that's going to get us off to a uh, flying start in the quaddy, mate. Boom. Mate, that's right. Boom. Mate, that's the value. well, if we get struck out in the quaddy, mate, we'll just go again on the treble. Um, and then what happens is we usually flunk out there as well. But... Mate, I want to uh, just give a quick shout-out to all the mugs that are listening in here tonight, tomorrow, three weeks from now. It's a bit late if you're doing that. But, hey, we've, uh, we've had a heap of fun doing this, and we've cracked a 1,000 followers there in our Facebook group, mate. So we've got a, a bit of a big tipping comp coming up this weekend, which uh, I know, mate, you always love getting involved with. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm pretty good at a tipping comp. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's it. We might... Uh, well, we'll we'll enter as well, just so you see how we we par up against you mugs. But uh, you know, fuck it. If we win it, we're keeping the prize there as well. But by the time you listen to this, you'll see it yeah. there. If uh, if you're not in the Facebook group mugs, get in there. Make sure you enter this comp for the weekend because we love giving away uh, prizes for you guys. We're not all about tooting our own horn, except when we're winning on the punt. But that means you guys are too. True. Right. All right, mate. Back to the good stuff, and that's Doom and Race 7, 13.50. Uh, so this is the first 13.50 race of the day. Usually we've got six out of the nine of them to that kind of track, mate. But again, Dutter Ring, $5. Pepe Le Few, Great Capel. It's the who's who, mate, really, isn't it? Yeah, this is a classic. I'm, um, I am with the stuttering. I think... Um, I'm not sure what happened in that race where um, Command and Conquer got the chocolates done before they um, packaged him up and sold him off to Hong Kong. Yeah. But it just didn't, just didn't come back quite right. But then goes to a Deegan trial, you know, third in the trial by, uh, by 4.2 lengths. But Sugar Boom was in that. We've all seen how Sugar Boom trials. Trials like an absolute shot out of a cannon. So you're probably not going to catch him ever in that trial. So that's not a query here. And I just thought the key's the track. Like, missed a place once at the track. Distance excels. And it's drawn the five. Duplicy will be able to get out in front, get going early. You've got the rail in the prime position. And it's only carrying 57.5 against what looks to be, I don't want to say average, but it's not the deepest field stutterings come up against. And I just think here, the, the placing by Heathcote has um, he's, he's come up trumps here. I think it's, a, I think it's almost the better of the day at $5, to be honest. And we get the price. 
That's it, mate. You can't argue with a bit of value. But uh, well, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking one next year in the market there, Pepe Le Pew. Um, I just think it look same as uh, there's a few actually in this race. It's going to be real. See how things pan out the first sort of hundred meters because. Pepe Le Few is at his best when he can just get to the front and just keep going. They're not going to catch him. But in saying that, that's where Stuttering's at his best. That's where Metzun's yeah. at his best. Even Catesby and Starvergo, they're all that sort of leave you, leave you in the smoke kind of horses. So it could just be that, you know, ultimate speed battle where Stuttering probably has the versatility to sit off and be able to peel off. Uh, but if Pepe Le Few just is able to get away with some cheap sectionals and just keep going, if we can get the lead, that is, I could be looking uh, at a pretty good bet there as well. So this yeah. is the yeah dynamics of this race going to be massive. Tactics going to be massive. Yeah, well, the first the first two hundred meters will tell a story pretty quickly, and then it'll be yeah it'll be chaos up front, and there could just be some bombing from the back like Great Capital will get up and run yeah. them all down. Well, that's a thing. All the, all the uh, I guess, horses that are in the market with that early speed, they're all drawn really, really well too. So, you know, as soon as if you're, you're facing off yep. barrier one versus barrier 15, then you can make a bit of a case for something that way. But, yeah, buckle up. <clears throat> going to be tight. Ooh, here we go. Ooh, here we go. So, Muggs, Victoria, Sydney, have you got a group three race on the weekend? You probably do, but I don't think you do. Anyway, we've got the George Moore Stakes. 1,200 metres, mate. The sprint is on. And I'll tell you what, the worst thing about doing the form for this race was that I had to watch that Jonker replay multiple times. And I'm still, I'm still sad. I'm still guilty about it, honestly. You know what? We should... I mean, Mr. Golan, I know you listen. You're one of our biggest fans. We'll, once, we'll, get, we'll get T-shirts one day, mate. We'll send you one for sure. But... He's, he's had a bit of an ability to sort of turn these recycled horses around to, to get them back to their best. You reckon we yeah. should get a commentary to TJ Golan petition going? Mate, we could maybe put that, that probably, that, I reckon he could get it up for a few victories perhaps. <laughs> well, I, I think we, we need to earn something back on that cat. So, Mr. Golan, call us, uh, call us up to the podcast. <laughs> but, mate, you got, uh, well, Jonka, look, did nothing wrong. I mean, I, I guess it caught that field napping. To a degree, probably he's not going to get the luxury yeah, uh, this week because they obviously know the tactics where this horse is at best. But you've got other horses like the Odyssey <clears> back, mate. It's the same sort of horse, knows no other way than to go forward. Spurcraft, same can be said there. Deep image. Deep image. Um, and you've got Hard Empire in there as well, who is absolutely luckless there in that Jonker race, too, mate. I mean, list goes on. Baccarat Baby, Outback Barbie, Scalapini, Tambo's mate. Last start, you were on at huge odds and just missed out. What a race. Yeah, this race gives me nightmares because I think there's about 50 winners. <laughs> there's, only yeah. about, there's only about 20 runners. I'm actually... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bit of um, uh, beanie two bets here. I can't um, I can't let I can't let two horses go around at the crazy prices that they're on offer. I am um, I'm steering as impressive as Jonker was, and it does draw the four. I'm steering clear of Jonker here. I just thought um, if it gets taken on with the Odyssey Deep Image and potentially even what was it uh, Mashani Hustler from Barry and I, yeah. I just thought it could be it's not as effective as it was last start. And mate, I'm happy to go back to the well with um, the first of my selections. Tambo's mate did absolutely nothing wrong at first up. It was hurtling down, and I reckon another 50 metres, it probably wins that race, in my humble opinion. And the other one that I have to have a bit of a crack at, which I think you're going to, the hairs are going to turn up on the back of your neck, mate. 
mate, every Aussie loves a Barbie and I'm, I'm going back to the Outback to have another crack at Outback Barbie because I just think um, I just think last prep there was just something a bit off about it but Gowan's got it back here I think he's got a pretty good affiliation with that particular owner's group we get Mickey Rod on draws the 11 it, it's a first up horse so if it runs poorly here I think I'll probably not out to the sea because I don't think you can throw a horse that's won 1.4 million out to the sea I think that'd be a little bit disrespectful but um, I just think fresh here if he's got it up and running it, it's $15 or $17 I think I saw so I'm it's a double bet there for me on Tambo's mate and Outback Barbie going for the absolute blowout. Well, mate, whatever, uh, whatever you're smoking through your glass pipe, mate, I must be sucking it in secondhand because I've, it must be the festive season because I'm willing to do <laughs> everything. I'm on Outback Barbie as well here, mate. And, uh, well, Mr. TJ, we just gave you a spruik for the last minute about getting Jonker up and about, hoping to see that this girl's come back as well because she's – you're right, she's a real – She's a top-line horse uh, that's probably, you know, two or three lengths below that absolute top line. But we're talking about Group 1s, Group 2s in Sydney, you know, up here with the Stradbroke sort of season. So probably the easiest type of field that she's met for quite some time, and that's no disrespect to anybody. Uh, but, again, she's just a bit of a doom and whisperer, mate. I mean, miss the places once there from eight attempts there at Doombin. Goes really, really well first up. Um, it's going to get a good track to suit. Mickey Rod, I reckon he'll be he'll be looking to make a bit of an impact on his first sort of... Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and he wants to keep getting rides. So he's going to be... He'll be... Yeah, he's going to be giving everything a chance. He's on all weekend for sure. Yeah. 100%, mate. And look, as we sort of touched on, there's a, there's a jack of speed in this race. So if anything has that sort of stalk and swoop kind of turn of foot that can win a race like this, Outback Barbie can... It's just which, uh, which version of the beautiful girl we get this Saturday. So, mate, I'm chips in as well with you. This could be make or break. <laughs> I'm terrified, I think. <laughs> well, the thing is, mate, I'm, uh, I'll be pretty forgiving there of Mr. Golan because then in race nine, you've got Isotope from Barrier 1, $2.15. There's been a bit of money for it already. It's come in from $2.50. Um, Geez, this looks like an absolute ideal run for Isotope, but you've still got some quality in this field. Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, it looks the obvious, but there could be a bit of a case for a few other horses here as well on the get-out stakes. Yeah, I, I, I almost double up again here with my bets because you can't let Isotope go around, but it Two dollars and five. I don't want to be having the whole the whole balance on. I actually thought Got a Kiss was valid. If there's any sort of run on attempt and a horse does come from the back at some stage in the earlier races, I'm not letting it go around at eight dollars fifty. I think I think it's the value. It loves the track too. Um, I just I just thought it'd be super from out wide. But the concern is it, it it could just be too far off them. But there's a couple there that will take take on isotope like dusty tycoon has a go hancora field ava more down there for the bj lockwood stable will have a dig from barrier seven so if it does get pestered but it could just be a classic um oh what was it last weekend that came out and absolutely belted them that we didn't think could get across what was that from the golden yard in the last did the same thing uh, paid 11 yeah needle Classic needle. needle. Yeah, so yeah, and, and it gets and you know, Isotope gets the one here, so it doesn't even have that doesn't even have that problem. So I yeah, it's it's hard to go past Isotope, but I've got got a kiss as a pretty good each way players in the last two, I thought. Yeah, mate, you're right. Well look, Isotope, hopefully I've got a few little uh side multis that have Isotope as the last leg there yeah. because 
if she turns up, she absolutely destroys this field. But yeah. Um, but it could be a bit go wrong. I mean, we saw first up, last start, missed the kick, missed the, missed the jump out of the gates and flew home. I just do think there's a bit of grand final factor, though, for Isotope for the Magic Millions up to the 1,400. So she's not going to yeah. be wound up um, super, you know, super fresh, ready to, to win this assignment. She might just canter in and it's all, all well and good. But um, I'm sticking with one as well, man. I'm sticking with Pluto Krat who was on last start. You uh, you scolded me with Dusty Tycoon that race, mate. But if you watch that replay, Pluto Krat just did not want to win. It was a matter of how far <laughs> is he going to win by to just just not wanting to win. Um, I mean, I don't know what, what happened there, but I'm giving her another chance. She's just going to be a... Just needs to be able to sit in a sit and settle in the right position, and probably is that horse that you need to like. Who's the horse that I'm thinking of? Bonds away, you know, classic bonds away, yeah. and mate, like twenty meters is your window of opportunity to win a race with that horse. <laughs> Thing that Plutocrat is a bit the same that you just have to get the perfect run, have the perfect moment into the race to be able to get out, swamp the line, because then she'll start yeah. looking around for her mates and and want to throw the yeah. race away. So. At eleven bucks as well, mate. If something yeah, goes wrong, huge value. Yep, and and that's it, punters. You gotta you gotta have in your back of your mind what happened last start with Isotope there. What if that happens again? Well, barrier one is an even worse barrier to have at Doom if you don't have that early speed. So if she yeah. misses the kick, she's going to be last on the rail, having to weave through a field of we got you know fifteen, sixteen here. So yeah, a, a lot of on that per second. Mm. <laughs> Alrighty, mate. There's one more. We're back. We're in we're in Pike Country, mate. Back to Pike Country, and mate, the wizard could not be any more impressive on Inspirational Girl. Last start there in the railway. We do extend out to the 1800, and I know that there's going to be a little bit of redemption on the the mind of Pike and all the mugs involved because trekking was just uh, just. Yeah, I think he caught a bit of abuse online about the, <laughs> the old yeah. ride on trekking. <laughs> I don't think we need to say much. I don't, but in saying that, I just think trekking's one of those horses as well that everything just needs to sort of line up for him to win. Um, you know, he dragged it. He dragged it back though. In a day when at Ascot they were all sort of leaderish yeah. bias, yeah. and he could have just taken up a spot, taken it forwardish, and just been that tiny bit closer. Like he pulled it basically back to last. I just that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but he doesn't have that problem. Doesn't have that problem here, though. No, no. Well, that's. I think that's more Pike as well. You know, he he's just just uh, just seems to ride that way, and and you know, a bit like Oliver actually, Melbourne. Just he rides for luck, and well, seven times out of ten, he'll get the luck, and it'll be brilliant. And we're on the yeah. other three where he doesn't. And I think Trekking was. Yeah, <laughs> yep, Trekking was one of those, mate. Oh, <laughs> oh god, oh. we love. He doesn't it. have that. Doesn't have that problem this week. Inspirational girl, girls drawn out with the um. I think it's. I think it's jumping from Yesop to Stadium or something like that. So he'll be coming coming from in the back out there somewhere and hunting hunting around them late. That that'll be the plan. I'm assuming from him. Yeah, and mate, this is a this is a bit of a tough addition of <clears throat> the old Kingston Town. So you're up to 1800 as we touched on, but you got all of those sort of forces coming through um, that railway stakes, and I mean. Too close to the sun, trap for fools. They're probably your leaders, um, and yep. Galo Chop. But 
the extra 200, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were dying on their runs come the mile and, and you know, this is the obvious why not kind of have a race. Um, yeah. But you got a horse like KC, mate, won this race last year, it was just probably too bad to be true in that race, but you can't say no and you're getting 11 bucks. Who do you... Yeah, you get a bit of value. I, um, yeah, well, I've, I've steered clear of Inspirational Girl. I just can't be on at the um, $2.20 or whatever it was. It's got, I think it's got a bit of, bit of a drift now but i um i thought watch me dance has just drawn perfect for sj wolf and sean mcgrady i just thought draws the inside it'll be on pace um if it's as on pace as it was last start and you do need to be in that sort of front six or seven i think that's the place to be comes off a group two win in the guineas and i just thought it's carrying 50 kilos yeah like that's the key like it's just carrying absolute air compared to the rest of this field and it should be just in behind them so if it gets any sort of late splits mate it's going to be pretty hard to beat and you're getting i think it was 11 dollars, 10 dollars. i'm seeing now i just thought it was a pretty good bet there yeah mate i think that's that's probably how you need to look at these wa group ones i mean you get snuck in at the weights and it happened last week yeah. with the horse we never heard of one of yeah. you know 15s 50 on the back, um, just beat the handicapper, so to speak. So, mate, 100%, yeah. I'm, I'm looking with you. I'm on Gemma's son here. I'm getting 30s plus for Gemma's son. Two starts away in that, uh, in that least steer, which um, KC won. Kementari had that three wide the trip, which is probably his chance to win, but was absolutely flying home and was a real unlucky run. And then was pretty disappointing last start in that same guineas, actually, as, uh, as Watch Me Dance. So... I'm sticking with the well, inside draw. Hopefully, you can sit a little bit closer um, and yep. pretty much, mate, run on your back and, and hopefully for a different result than... Be the two of us toughing it out at the end. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be a good little handy Quinella at 8pm when we're probably half cut and we miss the race? How good. <laughs> <laughs> always, the, always the way it has got, mate. Oh, mate, it is. But uh, if you, well, this this won't really, we should cut this before it goes there, mate. But I'll just say in race seven, the race before, you do have Kementari lining up for one last Ooh. throw at the stumps. Oh, God, don't say that. I'm just going to share the video. I'm, I'll share the video. I won't, be with, so that we don't I won't be with you, mate. You'll be on, you'll be on your own. <laughs> All right, mate. Look, well, look, let's leave us with, uh, with Bean's banger, mate. You've seen them like beach balls last weekend. I'm sure we can get some confidence from you this week as well. Yeah, mate, I just thought um, Panagua for Robert Thompson on board. The um, It's got, I mean, they say picket fence. It's building a picket house at the moment, the way it's going. So I just thought $2.80 is over. So it's a huge bet, I think, at that price. Mate, I'm, I'm going to start us off with an absolute bang. The bookies have got this wrong. You'll be missed. I reckon we'll start favourite come the day. So Moz's must have. You'll be missed on top there. The big Bobby Frad. And the the first bang. <laughs> what a way to start. Bobby Frad, gee whiz. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh, well, that's it, Mugs. Look, that's enough from us. Now, if you are still listening by this stage, we'll, we'll put this up in the group anyway, but next week will be our last podcast for the year. We're just going to uh, we'll get a bit busy, but we'll still be throwing tips up and whatnot, everything like that. But uh, make sure you tune in during the week because next week, last one, and we'll tell you in the new year when we're going to kick things off again, hopefully just before the Magic Millions Day on the 16th. That's right. Get into it again. Bang. Bang. See you, Mugs. Bye, Mugs.